0: This message is brought to you by The Metamorphosis Christian Center, Abuja Ministering is the servant of God A pastor in the house Pastor Rotimi Uluagbohun. Remain blessed as you listen Hallelujah Lord we declare shine forth in this place In your strength and in your power With your wisdom and your grace dwell amongst your people we want to see your manifest presence we want to see your manifest presence we want to see your glorious presence in this place in whatever form you deem fit. Lord shine forth shine forth that your people might know indeed you are here shine forth in the hearts of your people As your word comes, let strength be made available. Even to take all of that we belongs to them. And then run with it. In your guidance, under your leadership. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you, kings and priests. Let's appreciate them. (laughs) Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. He who dwells between the cherubim is shining. His shining does not end. It does not end. The one who has no beginning and has no end. Or is there anyone that can say "When he began? No. It was before the beginning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, and in the beginning, God. So meaning it was already there before the beginning. Praise the Lord. Lord, we thank you for light. We thank you for light. We thank you for light. Thank you for light that is shattering every darkness that is destroying every veil of darkness, that is opening the eyes of men and bringing and restoring sight. It's restoring peace. It's restoring direction. It's restoring hope. It's restoring what you instituted from the very beginning. Father, we bless your name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Welcome to the second service message. Uh, In the next few minutes, we'll be concluding the message we started in the morning. Jesus, the light of the world. Uh, Is this sound okay? If you're okay, then I'm okay. Praise the Lord. I just feel it's a bit husky. Right? Amen. All right, so let's go on. Jesus, the light of what? The world. And we said earlier in the first service that indeed God in his mercy and grace had shown us a replica of what he means by him being with his people. And recall, Jesus was called what? Emmanuel. Remember? God with us. To reaffirm his mind and his desire to remain with his people. Praise the Lord. Nothing that the Lord does or nothing that God does is in error or second thought or by mistake or because something happened and he needed to patch it. No. He is an intentional God. Amen? He is an what? Intentional God. Now, we read earlier um, in John chapter 1 Verse one to five, or one to no verse four, that in him was life, and the life was what the light of men. And indeed, he declared himself in that book of John eight verse twelve that I am the light of the world, helping the people around him, and indeed everyone that we hear about it from since that time even up till now and in the future till it comes. To know that the way he walked on the earth, he walked as light. He embodied light, he carried light everywhere he went. He showed light. I mean, several things, everything summing up in the word light. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, um, we're going to be looking briefly about um, the things that the Lord Jesus did in, now we are going to see. Let, let's, let's, let's put this in, the, in this context. We have said Jesus said is the light of the world. And we believe him, right? So, God is light. Jesus is light. Amen? Mathematicians. Hmm? X plus Y equals Z. If X is this and Y is this equals Z. Amen. Amen. Mathematicians or scientists are in the room. Amen. Alright, so Jesus is light. I want you to see every other thing I will say now in the context of him being light personified. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So following the coming of Jesus from his birth down to everything that he did He embodied light. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So number one, there were interactions that Jesus had as light of the world and we want to look at them one after the other. Number one, Jesus being light, he drew attention. Can you have light and not notice it? Hello? Can I see your hand? If you have light in your home, can I see your hand? Amen? If you are walking towards your home, and probably it's not, um, it's in an estate, everything is prim and proper, the roads are cool, all right? And everywhere is dark, and you are like maybe three kilometers away from your home, can you point to your house? Can you? Everywhere is dark, can you point to your house? Why? Because you can't see it. But once you, I mean, you know the markings, even the light of your house, you know when it comes on. You agree with me? If you don't know, then please go and, go and put a marker there. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, but when you see the light from your house, from afar, you're ah, no, 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 that's my house. So, it guides you to your house. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Some even have light fittings that look so magnanimous. Such that you can use that light fitting to describe your house to visitors. Praise the Lord. You just tell them, see, when you come to that street, eh, the house that has the biggest light, just come there. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So you can take a cue from that to go and increase the size of your light fitting. Hmm? Praise the Lord. All right, next one. So Jesus being the light drew attention. It drew attention. Light cannot exist without somebody or people knowing that there is light here. These lights that are shining towards the stage, if I tell one of the media team members to switch them off, will it be noticed? Amen? Will it be noticed? Would it be noticed? It would. So, it's like saying an elephant passed, and you're saying what oh, passed? Hello, can an elephant pass, and even a baby elephant? Can a baby elephant pass, and you say ah, what passed? I mean, I don't, I don't. It's insignificant, insignificant. I mean, infinitesimal, like the oboes we say. It doesn't count. No. Praise the Lord from his birth, which we will soon see. So. His entire life and his death, uh, burial, and resurrection. And ascension. It drew attention. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Of course, we know how he came to be through Mary. The Holy Spirit uh, coming upon her as she conceived. And then in Matthew 2, we have the account of how Jesus was born. And of course, Luke chapter 2 as well has that account. And within that account, we saw several things how the angels in heaven announced or heralded his coming to the shepherds. I mean, there was a magnanimous sound, grace given to those shepherds. I mean, out of all the shepherds, they must be the most loved, favored. You know, we say Mary is uh, highly favored, right? Among women. Those shepherds were highly favored among shepherds. That the angels specifically came to them and then heralded the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ as a baby with a lovely choir. How many of us have, okay, probably, for those of us who watch with the children, Superbook. <laughs> no, this Superbook. Thank God for Superbook. Because we, won't put, we won't be able to put picture into some things if not for them. Amen. You see the choir from the angelic choir and the song. Amen. was like singing hallelujah chorus. Praise the Lord. If you have sung hallelujah chorus before, can I see your hand? I think we need to sing hallelujah chorus. Some people have not sung hallelujah. How would you say you have? imagine? Hallelujah chorus. No, we have to sing Hallelujah chorus. Eh? SOS. Please put it down. Hallelujah chorus. And we'll hear all the parts. Forever. Uh-huh. Let's do that to SOS. Praise the Lord. Kings are priests. Take notes. The choir from heaven, arounded, is coming. The maggies, they saw a star. They traced a star to where? To where? Bethlehem. And of course, in their own thinking, a king was born because that was the sign they saw on that star. They went to the king's palace, Herod, and told Herod, we saw something, you know, a king seems to be born in your community. Is he your child? I said, me. How will I be born? And I no go know is it possible? Impossible. I can't burn and not know. So, the Bible says, it disturbed him and all Jerusalem with him. That something like that happened and a powerful star that made wise men come from the east. We don't know how many kilometers they had to walk or come, from, uh, with, or come by. rather, And they got to Bethlehem. Where is the baby? And like, okay, so if you find the baby, please come back to me to tell me so that I also can come and worship him. Of course, God knows his heart. God knows the heart of everybody. And then the wise men went. They saw Jesus. They saw his mother. They saw his father. That is Joseph, adopted father, so to speak. And um, the rest is history. But Herod was not happy. Why? Because something happened in that magnitude and his kingdom is being threatened and he doesn't know about it. He will be the one to say, how can this happen and I'm in the dark? Remember, we said that in the morning, earlier. English. How how was I in the dark about this? He will be in the dark because the light just came in. Hallelujah. He didn't know he was in the dark. He has been in the dark since his entire life. And the world with him. The Bible says that the light of the world came in. Alright? And because he came in, things began to change. Starting from the notice of the light. Light cannot go unnoticed. You can put that down. Light cannot go unnoticed. His boyhood, Luke chapter 2 verse 41. Let's look at that. Luke chapter 2 verse 41. I'm sure the Bible if it had been written to contain everything that Jesus did we will see much more. But for the sake of what is needed for us to know. Amen? God made possible that the Bible was put together this account was put together and we can make pointers or take notes of the things that the lord jesus did or how he lived that will be examples to us on how we should live our lives praise the lord luke chapter 2 verse 41 i said verse 41 bible says um every year jesus parents went to jerusalem for the passover festival when Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth. But Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first. I wonder why. Because they assumed he was among the other travelers. Of course, it was popular. We don't know what he was doing. that made him popular. You know... And we say somebody's popular, jingo. Jesus was a popular jingo. So he was mingling, mingling, mingling with the people. So his parents uh, okay, he will be amongst his friends. Of course, he's a popular man, or popular boy rather. And then they got home and realized that ah, this boy is not here. And he said, but when he didn't show up that evening after they got home, they started looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him there. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple. Imagine, three days. Three old days. Thank you. What has he been eating? Of course, like I said in the morning, there is no lack around Jesus. He didn't start when he was 30 years old, starting the ministry. He started from when he was a baby. The Magi, the wise men, what did they bring? Gold, myrrh, and frankincense. Someone said, that gold, his father would just be pinching small. If you want to buy something, you'll pinch small. Or you'll go and pay for that thing. You know, it wasn't out of place when he said, Peter, go to the river. The first fish you catch. He has been doing it from when he was small. He was just giving us a foretaste of how it is to live outside of luck. May God give us that understanding. May that be our reality in the name of Jesus. Where you say, I want to do this because I've been instructed by the Lord to do it. And He gives you direction on where to go. And then you get the person, oh, yeah, we need to get this done. You don't need to hold or handle the money, it is paid for. Remember, He needed a cult to ride into Jerusalem. What did the Bible say? Guys, go to that road. Meet that man. When you see him, tell him that the Lord needs it. That was it. He owned nothing, but he owned everything. Why? They were made by him, and for him they were made. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, of course, his boyhood, let's read to that part where they were engaging him. That's the Pharisees, or the religious teachers. So three days later, they finally discovered him in a temple, sitting among the religious teachers, listening to them and asking questions. The Bible says in verse 47, All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. Now, remember, the Bible said earlier that he was the one listening and asking questions. But now, in verse, the next verse, it says, that they were amazed another translation says they were astonished at his understanding and his answers light doesn't go unnoticed the wisdom of God even in our children will be seen in the name of Jesus in the way they talk in the way they respond to questions in the way they interact with the world around them there will be a marked difference separating them from the rest and making them shine the light of the Father, even in the dark world, in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go on. Of course, as a a young boy, he didn't go unnoticed. When he was about to start his ministry, of course, he didn't go unnoticed as well. The devil noticed him. Praise the Lord. Someone once said, if the devil doesn't know you, then you have not started. Amen? If the devil doesn't know you, that you are a child of God, you have not started. You are not troubling his kingdom. You are not shaking demons and putting them to flight. You are not praying and healing is coming. You have not started. Why? Because those are the things that accompany them that believe. Hallelujah. And these signs shall accompany them that believe. In my name, they will do what? Cast out demons. In my name, they will heal the sick. They will undo poisonous snakes and it will not hurt them. They will drink poison and it will not harm them. Of course, not intentionally. So don't go and test God. Praise the Lord. You see, we can't say we are believers and things are happening around us and we are quiet about it. We are quiet about it and we are laid back it's life, it's life it's not life it's your life that needs to be life there what is inside of you what you carry praise the Lord praise the Lord alright, let's move on the devil took him on a temptation spree I will call it And the end of the day he overcame that was why he could say, even the prince of this world examined me and he found nothing. May the Lord make us that claim that the enemy cannot point to anything to accuse us of in the name of Jesus. The Bible calls him the accuser of the brethren, not accuser of the unbelievers. Accuser of the brethren, that is, believers. Meaning, he is looking for things that he will accuse you of to prevent you from receiving what God has promised you. You will not find in Jesus' name. Now, all noticed him for different reasons from the beginning of his ministry till he was crucified, died, and was buried. You will not be ignored. Because of the light of God in you, you will not go ignored in the name of Jesus. In places where the Lord will have you shine, in places where the Lord will have you dominate or be be representative, bringing restoration, bringing wisdom, bringing light, you will not be ignored in the name of Jesus. Because that's the essence of being born again in the first place. That's the essence of being a child of God. Jesus said, I don't do anything without my father, or without seeing my father do them. All right, So it is a case of you replicating or displaying the grace on your father or the grace in your father in your own life or through your own life. So what you see Jesus do, we are looking at his life. What you see him do, the old gospels and what the apostles also did, You can take a cue and do the same. Because that is who you are. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We will not be ignored in Jesus' name. Number two. In Jesus' interactions with people, his light is in his instructions. I'll take that again. In Jesus' interaction with people, his light is in his instructions. You know, we have said earlier that he gives life and this life is the light of men. So whatever comes from him is light, including what? His instructions. So that when he says, do this, it comes with prosperity and success. It comes with grace. It comes with peace. It comes with joy. It comes with strength. Amen? Amen? So, when he releases an instruction, I mean, there are several things that the Lord did that, of course, from instructions on to the disciples, when he was choosing them, for for Matthew, his own case was sorry, for Peter, rather, his own case was interesting. Jesus told him in that book of, uh, I think that's Matthew 4, verse 18. He had just finished using his boat. And he told him, young man, Throw your net or nets rather into the deep. And the Bible says that, of course, brother, sorry, he was not an apostle yet then. He was a brother. Brother Peter said, I am a commercial fisherman. In other words, I am experienced. I am a professional. I am not amateur. We have Try to catch fish all night. But since you have said it, but he threw, what did Jesus say? Throw nets, plural. What did he do? He threw one net. Amen? But what they caught started tearing the net, and he had, it, he had to call for help. By the time they finished the whole matter, bringing everything to the shore, he was telling Jesus, Depart from me. I'm a man of Iniquities because of what the light that he saw. Praise the Lord. You know, we say light brings rest, right? Light brings peace. In other words, light brings provisions beyond. I mean, if you are in the dark, you don't you can't see the provision around you. If you are in the dark, all right, you can't see the provisions around you. Those fishes were in that water. But at his word, at his instruction, all of them aligned. All of them did what? They aligned. And one thing that we will yet see, that we will touch before we finish, is this. That all is light. The instructions that he gives, everything, comes to a place of glorifying the Father. So the purpose of light is what? To glorify the giver of light. The purpose of light given to us, amen, is to do what? To glorify the giver of light. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, in that book of Matthew chapter 4, from verse 8, sorry, verse 18. Let me quickly read it from here. Okay, so this is another account, but then I think it was in Luke that he had that experience. All right? So, but here Jesus was giving them an instruction Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. Come, follow me, and I'll show you how to what? Fish for people. Now, fishing for people was not what they are used to, but at his word, at his instruction, they followed. That was their destiny. They started out fishing for fish. Right? Is that tautology? Fishing for fish. (laughs) But then, he made them or turned them into fishers of men. Eventually, they came to a point where they became the leaders of the church as we know it today. That was their destiny. Not commercial fishermen. So, whatever you are doing now, whatever business, whatever job or career you are doing now, is a pathway to your destiny. Is a path that you had to pass through to come to a place where you realize yourself in God and begin to do what God has called you to. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Just needed to bring that out. Now we can also see his light in his teachings or his instructions, rather. In his teachings, Matthew 4 verse 17. Matthew 4 verse 17. The Bible says, From then on, Jesus began to preach, Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. He wasn't suggesting. He wasn't saying, uh, uh, I'm assuming that you should repent. Uh-uh. He wasn't saying, Can you please repent? No. It's an instruction repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. There was no word that Jesus spoke that came as a suggestion. Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! The lights that were in his instructions were to bring light to men, were to bring. People into their destinies. Because once you repent and you turn to God, you are part of God's kingdom. And all that is within the kingdom belongs to you. So tell me, would I... mean He has given the instruction. Now, people that are in darkness and are not in the light do not understand this until they have an encounter with him. And once that encounter comes, it brings them into a place of understanding and being broken to realize that this is for my good. Light is for your good, yes or no? Why? Because when you switch it on, you can do what you want to do. Darkness is not beneficial to anyone. We can see these things in light of the physical things that we see. Or we experience. In chapter 5 to 7, you can read that at home. Chapter 5 to 7, Jesus was dishing out teachings, it was dishing out teachings. He was dishing out teachings. There were no suggestions in the, in those teachings. There were no suggestions. And in verse chapter 7, verse 28 and 29, people realized when he was done, said no. They recognized the authority in his teachings. They were astonished. Let me open to it briefly. Chapter 7, verse 28 and 29. The Bible says, When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with real authority. In other words, the Pharisees or the leaders of relig- the t- uh, religious teachers, rather, they really didn't teach with real authority. Why? Because they don't own it. They, don't know what, they didn't know what they were talking about. They were not the real light. They were not the true light. This is the true light. Jesus is the true light. The people recognized it and, as, and were like, this is real authority. Quite unlike their teachers of religious law. Amen. This is part of the things you experience. When you begin to walk in the light, the words that come from you, the, your comments concerning situations, your instructions, I mean, every word becomes an instruction to people around you, to people in darkness. They will just realize that this guy has unusual wisdom. This woman has unusual wisdom. And once he says this, because you are operating in spiritual gifts, you are operating with the help of the Holy Spirit. You are operating with deep insight. Praise the Lord. You know what you are talking about. You are not just guessing. You are not doing calo-calo. That's who we are. We are not doing calo, calo. Praise the Lord. When I say calo, I mean gambling. Now, his instructions were also in his healing. In the healing of the sick. He would tell the one, "Get up, take up your mat and go." He would tell another, "Go and wash your eyes in the in the pool of Silo." Those were instructions. There were no suggestions. He won't say, "Eh, can you go to that pool? Is it too far? Okay, go to this one. No. He gave them specific direction. That is the power of light. In the miraculous provisions that he had, the uh, five loaves of bread and two fish. Give me what you have. He said, sir, we have five loaves of bread and two fish. That's enough. Father, I thank you that you hear me when I pray. And before you know it, they start sharing. And everybody ate. 5,000 men. When there, is five, when there are 5,000 men, you can imagine the number of children and women. We're almost f- times four of that or five. Because women are more than men. Any day, anywhere. Praise the Lord. It is well. Alright, so... In the raising of the dead, he gave instruction even to a lifeless body. They heard his instruction and responded. To Lazarus, he told him, Come forth! And the man with his grave clothes huddled out. I can imagine how he was huddling like a penguin, because he was still bound. Praise the Lord. And he gave another instruction. Men unbundle him. Lose his grave clothes. That is the power of light. That is what we carry inside of us. Praise the Lord. Of course, the child that was born—sorry, uh, was uh, sick and then the, he, she died. Jesus went to the house. That's in Mark, uh, sorry, Luke chapter nine. No, Mark chapter five rather. And then people were crying. Said, "Tell these people to get out." The child is only sleeping. They laughed at him. You know that they are professional criers. Or professional mourners, so to speak. And when Jesus uh, said that, they laughed. He said, okay, the father, come. Peter, James, follow me. And he went there. He said, tali, takum, little girl, rise up. And the girl responded and asked for food. I don't know how long she was in, unconscious, I would say unconscious or dead for but she must have been hungry even while she was dead <laughs> praise the Lord she woke up and asked for food now for somebody to show that he's alive you must be hungry praise the Lord praise the Lord hunger, physical hunger is part of life so if you, you are not hungry physically something is wrong, we need to check you hmm? praise the Lord all right. So we are getting close to the end. The great commission, that was another instruction. And we have that great commission instruction today. It said go ye into the world and preach the gospel. So you can see that everything every instruction that Jesus gave carried his light. Why? Because he brings liberation. He brings freedom. He brings rescue. He brings deliverance to the people. Every single instruction, is it to the sick? Is it to the dead one? Is it to salvation of souls? Is it to, I mean, name it, provisions. It brought life to the people. He said the life that he gives to to them was the life uh, sorry, was the light of men. So that they can see his life and say, wow, this is a paradigm that we have never experienced before. We are buying into it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, what should be our response? Sensitivity and ability to know what he is saying per time. Sensitivity and ability to know what he is saying per time. We We must not be dull of hearing. That's the part of number one. We must not be dull of hearing. Matthew 13, verse 10 to 17. Matthew 13, verse 10 to 17. Jesus was speaking here and was saying from verse 15 that for the hearts of these people are hardened, and their ears cannot hear and they closed up their eyes so their ears cannot see and their ears cannot hear and their eyes cannot understand and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. But blessed are your eyes but they can see and your ears because they hear. That's verse 16. Verse 17, I tell you the truth Many prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see, but they didn't see it. And they longed to hear what you hear, but they didn't hear it. Many righteous men of old, before Jesus came, they longed to experience what Jesus displayed in terms of power and miraculous signs, but they didn't see it. They they longed to hear what he was saying, the teachings he was giving to them, but they couldn't because he wasn't there. I would say, is, to whom much is given, much is expected. To whom much more is given, much more is expected. So we are being given grace in abundance right now. Much more is expected from us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Number two, obedience and faithful response to the instructions received. Obedience and faithful response to the instructions received. Matthew verse, uh, chapter 13, verse 23. Matthew 13, 23. This is the parable of the seed being explained. And Jesus said, the seed that fell on good soil, a parable of the soil rather, the seed that fell on good soil represent those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even a hundred times as much more what was planted. This is what we are called to. May we produce a hundredfold harvest in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Finally, open hearts to receive and do. Open hearts to receive and do. The story of the rich young ruler. Jesus told him, man, You want to be part of me or you want to work with me? Okay. Do you fulfill the law? He said, Ah, from my childhood, I do this, I do that, I do this, I do that. Oh, fine, beautiful. All right. You know what? Go sell all your possessions and give them to the poor. And then you can come and follow me. When the man heard that, he froze. "I, I should. You mean what? All the things. Because the Bible said he had much possessions. So his possession had become his God. What he had had become his God. The Bible said he went home sad that day. Why? Because it was a difficult thing for him to do. And Jesus eventually said, It is difficult for a rich man to, or rather, it is easier. For a camel to go in through the eye of a needle. I can't, I'm trying to fathom it. How can a camel go through the eye of a needle? So he was telling his disciples and to us that that is how difficult or much more for a rich man to get to heaven. Why? Because he believes in his possession, he believes he acquired them himself. Hence, saying, I should give everything away or they are for God. Which God? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, I said earlier that the end result of his light in our lives is for him to be seen and glorified. That is our call. That's number three. Number one, remember, is Jesus being light drew attention. Number two is in Jesus' interaction with people his light is in his instructions. This is number three, his light is in being seen, him being seen and glorified. Matthew five, thirteen to sixteen. We'll stop here. We can't move forward on this, but then hopefully we'll have another opportunity. really wanted to go through with us when or what, when do we need the light of God? There are about 13 things that are here, but we can't go through them today. We'll have another opportunity for this by the grace of God. Let's bow down our heads. Talk to God. You know where you need light. You know where, as they say, the shoe pinches. You know how you have lived your life thus far. You know how you have related with the Word of God. You have related with the Holy Spirit. You know how the light that we are talking about relates to you or speaks to you. Talk to the Lord. Tell the Lord, Lord, I come before you and I lay myself bare. You know, for the prodigal son, he came to his senses, the Bible said. It is from time to time important for us to do an evaluation of ourselves and then come to our senses and then run back to God. Because he's waiting to throw a party for us. He's waiting to receive us back to himself on the way that we have run on that is wrong, that is against his will. He's waiting for us to come back home. Talk to the Lord and say, Lord, I come back to you. I come back to you from the life that I've chosen to live on certain aspects of my life. Not all. There's a way we can segment our lives and say, God, undo this one. Me, I will undo this one. God wants the whole. He wants everything. Talk to the Lord. Tell him, is it in the place of your job or your business? Is it the place of your marriage? Is it the place of being confused about a matter? Being at a crossroad? Is it in the place where you are, have, you have, anytime there is an issue, you always try to seek to solve it by yourself. And then you come to your wit's end and then you remember God. Is it in a place of healing that is needed? Even when things are going well, even when all things are seeming to be fine, spiritually, physically, family-wise, still ask the light of God to shine because the light of God sustains. Lord, we receive the grace that you have released to us this morning. We ask, O oh Lord, that you who know where each and every one of us need an intensity or a, 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 to be opened up more to your light, we receive grace in the name of Jesus. Open us up, Lord, and we receive your light in its full strength and fullness. Jesus, take over our lives. Take over the reins. Take over the driver's seat. Spirit of God, lead and guide. Help us to follow because we want to remain under your light. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your name, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.